the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. It's called Operation Warp Speed, a White House initiative aimed at producing an effective coronavirus vaccine by January. White House Coronavirus Task Force Coordinator Dr. Deborah Burks asked whether such an ambitious goal is achievable. On paper, it's possible. It's whether we can execute and execute around the globe because you also, for phase three, have to have active viral transmission in a community in order to study its efficacy. Burks on Fox News Sunday also says reopening beauty salons and spas, as some states are now doing, is not a good idea at this point in time. And that's even if both employees and customers are wearing face coverings. The National Rifle Association has been hard hit by the virus pandemic. There have been layoffs, cuts in salaries, and no national convention. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher can see a deeper reason people want to get back to normal. There are people who are keeping your cities going, keeping your loved ones alive, and you want to get a haircut? Who the hell do you think you are? It's real easy to sit there without a care in the world financially and say to people whose careers and lives were utterly destroyed, that's not, I want to go get a haircut, Don Lemon. That's called survival. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Our sister station, Business 1440, is keeping you up to date on the economic and financial impacts of the coronavirus. You can also check out the website, TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Your exclusive business station in the Twin Cities, Business 1440, keeping you informed in unstable times. Just past 4 o'clock on this Sunday afternoon, let's take a look at your Twin Cities forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. Sunny with a high of 65, and we got the victory hour with Andrew Parker coming up next, right here on The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. I come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. I'm taking relief factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects, and I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking relief factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. Where do you go for the latest news and insight into what's happening in Minnesota policy and politics? Americans for Prosperity Radio. Join host Jason Flores for conversation about the issues that matter most and to get the knowledge you need to make a difference. From City Hall to the State Capitol to the halls of Congress, we're pulling back the curtain and giving you an inside perspective on the economy, health care, education, and more. Americans for Prosperity, Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. Genesis 950 with water breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can even be used in a carpet cleaning machine. And it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Before you purchase new carpets, you must try Genesis 950. It's made in America. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pets. 
stains. It's a disinfectant that kills viruses. It can be used on surfaces and floors by mixing one-third Genesis 950 with two-thirds water. Apply to surface and clean with fresh water. It's great for floors, bathrooms, kitchens, garages, grease stains, wheels, tires, decreasing engines, and upholstery. It's available on Amazon. However, if you order a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you'll receive a free spray bottle and discount using code SALEM. That's Genesis950.com. Genesis950.com. Code SALEM. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way around. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and what does that mean? It means, well, it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the victory hour. Every Sunday from 4 to 5 p.m., we talk politics, Israel, and the law. It's nothing but smart, plain talk. And many of you tune in each Sunday, uh, both to listen to the dulcet tones of yours truly, Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard, but but many more of you actually turn uh, tune in uh, to hear the music. Yes, the uh, in and out of each of our segments, waiting to see what is he going to have on tap this week as we play. The foundational best in the genre from across the board. Uh, pop, rap, rock, symphonies, show songs from the musicals on Broadway all the way to hip-hop. And this week will be no different. I will not ruin the surprise for you, though. We are honored this week to have on the Victory Hour uh, a guest who was on uh, last year uh, as well, and we want to check in on her again to see how things are going in the Jewish state of Israel, and that is the Deputy Mayor of the City of Jerusalem will be joining us on the show today, Fleur Hassan Nahum. And Fleur uh, has been deputy mayor since the fall of 2018. Uh, she is an active voice in Israeli politics. And we're going to talk today about how Israel is dealing with COVID-19. Uh, it is on the front line of seeking a vaccine and therapeutics. Not surprisingly, quite frankly, I'm going to read to you a little bit about Jewish accomplishment in the eyes of one of the greats, the American greats, in just a moment. Uh, but uh, we're going to also talk about uh, the elections in Israel. There, as you all know, were three recent elections, and... Uh, we hope to be able to connect with Floor in uh, Jerusalem. It's midnight there now in order to get the update. Let me give you a little bit of a Corona update now uh, as it relates to here in the U.S. and then a little bit about what's happening in Israel. In Minnesota, as of this afternoon... There were 6,663 uh, confirmed cases, 419 tragic deaths uh, from corona, or at least 
individuals who have died who have had corona, whether it was the specific cause of death or not, it is counted as a corona death if one has the disease when they die. Of the total population in Minnesota, 419 deaths is 0.008% of the population. Consider that it's 0.008% have died having the coronavirus. According to Governor Walls this week, when he extended the stay-at-home order to May 18th, he stated that 90% of those deaths were individuals in assisted living facilities. So that leaves about 42 people uh, who have died who were not presumably uh, in that elderly category. 42 out of the 5.4 million in uh, Minnesota who were not in the assisted living seniors category. Um, nonetheless, as we often hear said, every death is, is tragic to this disease, but every death certainly is tragic to any disease or, or accident or automobile collision uh, or what have you. It is a public policy measure in determining uh, what to do in response. What we have done in the United States is shut down the economy, as well most most countries have done around the world the same thing. Uh, a couple have not, Sweden being one of them. I read an article this week that the numbers in Sweden per capita are not much different than other places. The one big difference is they did not shut down their economy. The other difference is... Uh, that they believe, although this is still an unknown, to be clear, but most virologists, uh, or at least some of the uh, very well educated at some of the best institutions, uh, Stanford, uh, Yale, Johns Hopkins, have said that, in fact, Sweden is better off because they did not do stay-at-home because population immunity has started to take effect there, where it has not taken as great a measure or a number uh, here. So those are some things to consider. On the other hand, uh, I was uh, just reading about how, in fact, if we reopen, and reopen too quickly, we could have an overrun of the hospital, something you've all heard, nothing new there. But we didn't have an overrun of the hospitals when we initially, uh, the disease was initially spreading. But then we did the stay-at-home order, the protection order. Remember, we didn't do that right away. Uh, and people claim that the stay-at-home order is what prevented the overrun of the hospitals. So if we now release that, we will have the overrun of the hospitals. There is no uh, mathematic proof of that uh, at all. And there are many doctors who say, no, that's actually very unlikely to have happened based upon the models and numbers that we now know of that we did not know of back when the overrun of the hospital theme was put out there. It turned out to be wrong, but we didn't have a lot of data. So now looking at the data, many believe that we can uh, reopen without overrunning the hospitals. And... Uh, so consider that uh, as well. Looking at the United States, there have been a 1,165,666 cases. 1,165,000 confirmed cases. And 
67,300 deaths as of this afternoon in the United States. That is a big number. This is to many people in our society, in our communities, a deadly virus. It is a deadly virus as proven by these numbers and looking at who it is that makes up those numbers of 67,300. It is a deadly virus for the elderly as well as for those with serious pre-existing conditions. But of that 67,300, the vast, vast majority fit into those categories. And the concept of reopening the economy while first and foremost, before doing that, creating protections. And secondly, when you reopen, you do not reopen as we were before, without precautions and hygiene and other rules, but you apply those rules. Those two things together will prevent not just an overrun of the hospitals, but also the death toll continuing to go up. That's what... A number of doctors that I am reading from Stanford, Yale, Johns Hopkins, as I have quoted, uh, are saying. And so it is not crackpot to suggest that. It is not crackpot as YouTube claims it is by removing a doctor who was on YouTube with a sophisticated message, frankly, from a medical uh, perspective with data, removed him from YouTube because he was pretty much ascribing what I just said. Censorship by the government is a problem when it gets to that level. I'm not suggesting that's where we're at across the country in the United States. But it is starting to creep in and we need to watch it. Everyone does. Left, right, and center. Not good for any of us. Blue team, red team. We are going to be right back, and we're going to try to connect with Jerusalem. But in any event, it's going to be smart, plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law for the full hour. Make sure to stay with us. In the meantime, go to parkerdk.com for what is often referred to as an award-winning website. And yes, I know you can't wait for it, but there's going to be a renovated, remodeled website rolling out at the end of this very month. We'll be right back. Stay with us. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. 
Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack barbecue. Ooh, 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 yeah. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to parkerdk.com. Go where you want to go, do what you want to do. Now, the mamas and the papas, if they were out singing that today, they'd be run out of town on a rail. It would not work out well for the mamas and the papas. Mama Cass, boy, and she didn't move too fast. She would be uh, carried out by a few people. Well, maybe they... Are practicing safe social distancing, wearing masks. I think oh, it's, I possible. Right. it's possible. Go where you want to go. Do what you want to do with a mask and away from others. There you go. Yes, you were wondering who it might be as you tuned in today. The mamas and the papas, indeed, indeed. As we uh, continue to try to connect uh, with Jerusalem, and we talk today about what is happening in Israel, how about some of the numbers from Israel? Uh, 16,193 confirmed cases uh, of COVID-19. And 230 deaths in the state of Israel. Now, the population uh, in Israel is 9.19 million. So 230 deaths uh, is real. It's it's a real number. But it is 0.0025% of the population. 0.0025%. And note, and we talked about this last week when we did our uh, commemoration of the liberation of the Dachau concentration camps in terms of the number of Jews in the world. Again, 9.19 million in Israel, 6.8 million uh, are Jews in the state of Israel, and and, uh, there are 5.7 million Jews in the United States, by the way. So those two numbers together are 12 and a half uh, million Jews between Israel and the United States. And there are about 14.7 million in the world. 12 and a half in Israel and the United States. And in Jerusalem, there are just over 800,000 people. In West Jerusalem, 400,000. It is the largest population set in the state of Israel, in the majestic city of uh, Jerusalem. Let me just uh, read to you, and we'll uh, take a call 
from Dan from Minnetonka in a moment. But let me just read to you what Mark Twain, the great American writer, and uh, more than that, philosopher, raconteur, if the stati- he writes, if the statistics are right, the Jews constitute but 1% of the human race. Now, this was written in 1899. In fact, today, that number is far less than 1%. Far less. Uh, it suggests a nebulous, dim puff of stardust lost in the blaze of the Milky Way. That's what he's saying the Jewish population is to the world. Properly, the Jew ought hardly to be heard of, but he is heard of, has always been heard of. This is a quote from Mark Twain. He is as prominent on the planet as any other people, and his commercial importance is extravagantly out of proportion to the smallness of his bulk. His contributions to the world's list of great names in literature, science, art, music, finance, medicine, and abstruse learning are also way out of proportion to the weakness of his numbers. He, the Jew, has made a marvelous fight in this world in all the ages and has done it with his hands tied behind his back. He could be vain of himself and be excused for it. The Egyptian, the Babylonian, and the Persian rose, filled the planet with sound and splendor, then faded to dream stuff and passed away. The Greek and the Roman followed and made a vast noise, and they are gone. Other peoples have sprung up and held their torch high for a time, but it burned out. And they sit in twilight now or have vanished. This is Mark Twain. The Jews saw them all beat them all, and is now what he always was, exhibiting no decadence, no infirmities of age, no weakening of his parts, no slowing of his energies, no dulling of his alert and aggressive mind. All things are mortal. But the Jew, all other forces pass, but he remains. What is the secret of his immortality? And many... Uh, many believe that it is the passing of generation to generation and God. And the gifts unto the nations are really what needs to be provided by the Jewish state. And being a beacon of light unto the nations also. So being held to a standard that is heightened, needs to be accepted, and it needs to be met. And Israel does not always do that. But they recognize it, and they try, and they're in a tough neighborhood over there. That was Mark Twain in 1899, Harper's Magazine, that quote that I provided. found it interesting as we talk politics Israel and the law on the justice hour each week uh, now let's go to the phones as uh, Dan from Minnetonka wants to take me to task on some of uh, what I have said regarding COVID-19 Dan go ahead you're on the victory hour it's an honor to be on the, the show, Andy. It's uh, quite rare that I disagree with anything you say on this program. Uh, but I've got to tell you, I think you're mistaken uh, to uh, critique uh, the measures we've taken on COVID-19. Uh, you mentioned a video of some physicians in California that was taken down. You said that it was government censorship. I'll point out it wasn't taken down by the government. It was a video of physicians owning a primary care clinic saying that based on their research, this whole thing was overblown. I just want to read you what the American College of Emergency Physicians and Academy of Emergency Medicine said. They said, quote, as locals of as owners of local urgent care clinics, it appears these two individuals are releasing biased 
non-peer-reviewed data to advance their personal financial interests without regard for the public health. And I think that's right, Andy. In Sweden, where the, where the economy has been shredded, actually Sweden is likely to contract further than the U.S. economy, the death rates are higher, 40% higher than those in the United States, and they are the highest per capita of any Nordic country. And that's notwithstanding the Swedes significantly contracting their economy. Uh, so even though the COVID deaths are small, it doesn't make it not deadly. It's serious. Some people do have to return to work, but this is a very dangerous disease. And if you can stay home. Well, I, you know, I would just I would say this uh, first. Yeah, you're right. I did talk about government censorship. I, I don't believe that I said, nor was I referring to a group of physicians uh, on video. What I was referring to is an individual physician who was on YouTube and was taken down by YouTube, YouTube uh, censor- censorship. And I, I would extrapolate that, though, uh, although I didn't uh, in the first segment, but I would extrapolate that to the fear of government censorship because there have been many calls for uh, YouTube, for uh, Zucker over at Facebook uh, to be taken over, and I believe George Soros now is calling for that, by the government, where the government makes the call as to who should be taken down and who shouldn't from these massive social media uh, platforms. And so that concern uh, is real. The example I gave was a YouTube decision uh, to remove someone who disagreed with uh, the mainstream and and common ideas. Uh, frankly, those physicians. I think we're referring to the same video. And those physicians, they were also on Fox News. They claimed, without any evidence, that to keep your immune system healthy, you've got to expose yourself to diseases all the time, just like children do. Which is nonsense when you have a disease this deadly. You and I wouldn't go running around town if there was Ebola on the loose, and we shouldn't do it now. So I think YouTube's decision to remove that video was their right and, and, and their prerogative. But you and I do agree, of course, the government, uh, with its vast police power, should not be the arbiter of uh, what speech is acceptable. Well, I, I think we, you know, we do agree about that. I don't know that we agree about the deadly nature of uh, this disease to the vast majority of the population. That has not been proven that the vast majority of the population, if you are able to develop protective measures for those that are in at-risk categories and then have other protective measures for those who are not in those categories and are the vast majority of the population, if you're able to do those two things, you can get your economy back up and running. I wanted to make one other comment about uh, Sweden. you know, as it relates to Sweden, yes, it does have a higher per capita death rate at this point than other Nordic countries and uh, higher than the United States at this point. But once all the data is in, we will wonder whether they will or not uh, have uh, that high level. Now, of course, we could, and, and they claim that we are simply prolonging Uh, what is going to happen. And uh, listen, at the end of the day, uh, every death is tragic. You can't minimize it at all. But nobody wants to talk about the number of deaths that are resulting from the cure here. Nobody wants to talk about it. That was a Trump, uh, you know, foundational statement that he wanted to use out there and uh, now nah, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that because that's a trumpism well it, it isn't it's reality there are uh, suicides going on there's depression there's mental health issues uh, the effect of unemployment the effect of an economic downturn and frankly we haven't even scratched the surface of that if we continue on the path, uh, you know, that we're on right now. Listen, I am not here to stoke the fires of dissension. I want us all to get along and go together in the same direction. But extreme policy makes no sense. 
And when you're talking about state of Minnesota with a .008% death rate, 90% of which is in assisted care facilities that can be taken care of, and you extend your stay-at-home order, and, and you don't make many changes to it at all for two more weeks, thinking, ah, that's not a big deal. Listen, for these restaurants, they're out of business. You know, Ashkoff uh, Finlayson is closed up and their restaurant over there uh, by the the Dayton boys owned. Closed. You know, it shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. We're going to be right back for another segment of the Victory Hour. Make sure to uh, stay with us as we talk more politics, Israel, and the law. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com. Com. That's right. Take out that number two pencil and jot it down on the yellow pad. I've got it right here. 651-289-4488. Give us a call and go to parkerdk.com. We'll be right back. Monday, Monday. It just turns out that way. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades, and if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. This is an important coronavirus update from the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation. Do you or a loved one live with a chronic illness? If so, you and your family may be at a higher risk for contracting the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Global Healthy Living Foundation has made free information and support available for your protection and well-being. Go to GHLF.org to enroll in their free patient support program to get updates and information related to the coronavirus outbreak. Protect yourself and your family. Visit GHLF.org today. This is an important coronavirus update from the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation. Do you or a loved one live with a chronic illness? If so, you and your family may be at a higher risk for contracting the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Global Healthy Living Foundation has made free information and support available for your protection and well-being. Go to GHLF.org to enroll in their free patient support program to get updates and information related to the coronavirus outbreak. Protect yourself and your family. Visit GHLF.org today. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Before dawn, 
we are the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, Parker Daniels Keyboard. And every week, we bring to you uh, just yet another great guest. This week, it'll be the Deputy Mayor of the City of Jerusalem. We are trying to uh, connect with Hopefully we'll be able to because I want to ask the deputy mayor whether my daughter's going to be able to go to uh, Israel, land in Tel Aviv, go to Jerusalem. Uh, her flight is scheduled for toward the end of June. What do you think? What are the odds? I don't think it's great odds. I really don't. But who knows? Can you see this over here? You know, I've always talked about how... It's important to go back to the basics. So I am thinking that if we get this stapler or this uh, pencil sharpener to work, we got the crank, and I've talked to you about that before. Oh, the crank didn't work. Huh. Yeah, it kind of came right off there, didn't it? All right. Well, it goes right back on. You see, unlike the computer, that when you've got the newfangled computer idea <clears throat> and that goes wrong you got to call the IT guy to come in the the pencil sharpener the the crank came off I know you couldn't see that uh, if you're listening and I had to screw it back on but it was very simple I didn't have to call the IT guy to come in so I, I like that and even the electric pencil sharpener uh, which I have at my home and I could bring and plug in the studio here I don't because that could malfunction and then you got to bring it to the, uh, yeah, then, then you got to, you know, bring it to, to the fix-it guy. Eh, what the heck. Anyway, we are talking today not more about pencil sharpeners. Uh, we are uh, talking about what's happening in Israel and uh they are working feverishly in Israel to come up with uh, a vaccine and therapeutics in particular. Flor Hassan Nahom, uh, in early April, wrote an article for the Jerusalem Post. This is the deputy mayor of Jerusalem. Uh, as I said, she was elected in 2018 as part of a, uh, a party that has a foundation of seeking to turn Jerusalem uh, into a more plural, pluralistic and open city. Uh, it is about one of the most free and open cities in the world, and it continues to be that. Uh, because of such leadership uh, from uh, Fleur, the deputy mayor. But beyond that, uh, the fights in Israel and the difficulties between the Jewish population of uh, the ultra-Orthodox, the very observant, uh, the Orthodox, the modern Orthodox, the conservative and reformed Jews, the secular Jews, uh, throughout Israel, all of the different strains of, of Jews who, who identify as such. And having an open platform for them to live and experience uh, the Jewish homeland, the ancestral homeland of the Jews, is a difficult task. And to do it uh, with many Muslim Jews, or Muslim Israelis, or Christian Israelis, who are citizens, as well as uh, Arabs, uh, Arab Israelis, uh, who are citizens and who are not citizens, is a, uh, a further difficulty. They've done an amazing job. If you haven't been to Jerusalem, when things open up, uh, you really need to go. So this article that 
the deputy mayor uh, wrote regarding the world turning to Israel for leadership on the coronavirus talks about in the beginning of February, Prime Minister Netanyahu took the first step in Israel's response to the coronavirus by limiting and then barring flights from the east. At the time, he received heavy criticism for this as a radical move. This was right after President Trump had done that at the end of January uh, of this year. And it turns out uh, they, they both were prescient in terms of their outlook, despite the great criticism that they both received. Uh, as Ms. Nahum states, there was no public inkling then that this could be a pandemic, yet Netanyahu ignored the outrage and made the courageous decision amidst a bitter election campaign. As you recall, there was the third election. And by February 24th, a travel warning was issued to Israelis traveling to Italy, where there had been five deaths from coronavirus. And the Ministry of Health was ordered to begin stockpiling medicines and equipment. This was still in February. When Israel announced in the first week of March that every traveler from abroad would have to go into a two-week quarantine period when they landed, the precaution was hailed as a complete exaggeration. Well, now they're, they're not saying that at all. And in fact, caught up in that was my son Sam, who, as I've talked about, is in Israel presently. Uh, going to school. He uh, was enrolling at that time and he was, or no, he had been enrolled at that time and had gone to the APAC conference with me in D.C. and was traveling back. And when he uh, got there, it was the day before they started this two-week quarantine. But because he was at APAC and there was coronavirus uh, contracted at that conference, he was quarantined anyway. This would have been the first week of March, and he has been locked down ever since, as they have uh, in Israel. They are starting to loosen a bit in Israel. And as Ms. Nahom uh, writes in her article, while cynics in Israel were still touting the notion that Netanyahu was creating directives to serve his own political interests. Close friends from abroad were flying in as soon as they could before the country closed its doors to non-citizens. As they knew, they were safe in Israel. And with a very, very small death rate, thank God for some of the quote-unquote exaggerated moves of Bibi Netanyahu. We're going to talk about uh, the unity government when we come back and about what Bibi Netanyahu's fate is going to be for the coming 18 months and beyond. Go to ParkerDK.com. Take a look at some information regarding Parker Daniels' keyboard. You'll also find there the last hundred or so shows of the Victory Hour. And you can listen to any one of them. Hmm. Good music, if nothing else. Come right back. We'll be here. AM1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. 
After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. At American Family Insurance, we know your life has many moving parts. From your four wheels to your hard-earned home and the financial future of your family, we'll cover the things that matter most. Bundle your home and auto policies for possible savings and add life insurance for convenient, future-focused protection so you can keep dreaming towards what's next. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary, a bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days? Make 2020 a year you'll never forget and join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, and you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. I don't know. If you're on a beach in Orange County, you're not dreaming. You're getting rousted by the police. Gathered up and removed. I guess whether you're six feet apart or not. See, you could either be together with your loved ones uh, in the apartment or, uh, or on the beach. I, uh, I'd go with the latter. Uh, you know, before we uh, talk about the Israeli election briefly, uh, I, I do want to go to this issue I've been meaning to get to. Do you recall several weeks ago, and now you don't hear it as much, uh, that the mantra from the guys on the blue team um, was that, and they say it with such conviction that it has to absolutely be true. It is just a fact. Everybody knows it. That Donald Trump's careless, short-sighted actions left our nation ill-prepared, and now Americans are paying the price. He fired people, and he slashed the budget related to fighting pandemics. Okay. Well, you don't hear it anymore because all of our recent politicians have either done that or Trump did not do that. It's either an overstatement 
or it's a common statement that cannot be isolated with Trump. In fact, Trump did more than others in this area. Fact. In fiscal year 2013 budget, this would have been during the Obama administration, and I I won't say, I don't need to, who was vice president at that time, uh, the Obama administration sought a total funding level of $5.9 billion for the CDC, or a $560 million cut from the 2012 budget. In fiscal year 2015, the Obama administration wanted a $414 million cut year over year. And again, in fiscal year 2017, the Obama administration looked, and this would have been done while Obama was president fiscal year, for fiscal year 2017, uh, 2017, the Obama administration looked to eliminate another $251 million. So year upon year upon year, cutting the budget. And this takes into account money budgeted for uh, the Prevention and Public Health Fund and was established under the uh, Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act of 2010. You know that one. That, that's the Obamacare one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, when you include all of that, cuts in five of eight years by the Obama administration. According to the Wall Street Journal in 2012, uh, quote, Now, President Obama's 2012 budget calls for preparing some of, uh, pairing some of that spending, funding for a public health emergency preparedness program run by the CDC was cut by $72 million below fiscal 2010 levels. This was in 2012. Now, in 2015, Obama called for $50 million in budget cuts amid a measles outbreak. And beyond that, and all of those cuts, they rejected, Congress rejected a Trump administration budget that might have cut the CDC and the NIH, Yes, but it didn't happen. So there were no further cuts. So it's just not accurate. Now, when you take a look at all of those facts and you add to the fact that these firings that were alleged did not happen the way they were alleged, they were come in, they, they came in and they were axed and nobody was there to replace them. No, there was some paring down, yes, and elimination of duplicative positions and other duties were moved. But no, it appears that the Obama administration sought and achieved CDC funding cuts. The Trump administration uh, did, uh, did not or was not able to achieve them, both. As it relates to the elections in Israel, very quickly, uh, there's going to be a unity government, it appears, between uh, Benny Gantz and Bibi Netanyahu, 18 months for Bibi Netanyahu to continue as prime minister, 18 months then with Benny Gantz, and they are sharing various portfolios in the government. And we're going to see how this works. It'll be very interesting because it is a large coalition of uh, well over 75 seats, I believe, uh, that are made up in the governing coalition, which is much larger than it has been in the past, which sometimes, or you would think, would allow a little bit more leeway for Netanyahu to do what he wants to do. That is it for the show today. I am sorry we uh, were not able to connect with the deputy mayor. We'll try to have her on in the next coming weeks. Make sure to stay posted. Follow us on Facebook. We'll be here next week. Until then, have a great week. Many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot.
Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith. Visit BibleStudyTools.com. That's BibleStudyTools.com. The right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. AM 1280, 